You're listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Fellowship Baptist Church is located in Clark Lake, Michigan. Today we're very excited to have a special guest speaker with us. Now let's prepare our hearts as our special guest brings forth God's truth from His Word today. Hello everyone, welcome to Fellowship Baptist Wednesday evening service. I'm Pastor Billy Walsh. Um, some of you may know me, have um, watched me grow up. Um, this year the Lord has done a lot of exciting things in my life. Um, first of all, I'm getting married in exactly two weeks from today, um, which has been a huge praise. My wife-to-be, Chelsea, and I, we have uh, been struggling with getting our marriage license because everything's been shut down. And as of yesterday, we officially have our marriage license. I, was, I have some connections um, with some politicians who were able to get the ball rolling for me. And just yesterday, we went in and were able to get it. And uh, when I called the clerk's office, I told the lady was like, yeah, we just started accepting applications all of about two minutes ago. And I had a laugh and I told her, I'm the reason that you accepted, started accepting them two minutes ago. Um, then the other big exciting thing is on uh, March 29th, Emmanuel Baptist Church in Sandusky, Michigan, um, was voting whether or not to call me to be their pastor. I had previously candidated there a few weeks prior and they voted unanimously to accept me as their pastor. And on April um, 5th, my wife-to-be and I officially accepted that call. So come June, come June, we will be going there and ministering there full-time. Um, along with that, we have some prayer requests. Just pray for us as we're moving up there. Um, we have a lot of moving to do, um, and that's kind of difficult with all the quarantine stuff going on right now. Um, and then pray for us as we get adjusted, first of all, to getting married. That's going to be a whole new adjustment in and of itself. Also pray for us as we get adjusted to being in full-time vocational ministry. Um, and, and one more prayer request on top of that. It is going to be a bivocational ministry. So pray that both Chelsea and I can find part-time jobs so we can be able to support ourselves as we minister. Um, another big exciting thing that the Lord is doing in my life right now, as of next week, I will be officially done with my college education. I will be graduating from IBC with my pastoral and church music degree. And it's just been an amazing four years. The Lord has grown me in some amazing ways. He's taught me so much. And just, it's hard to believe. It was four years ago yesterday, in my senior year of high school, my dad and I went to visit IBC. And uh, it's just amazing what the Lord has done in these past four years. Um, so this evening, I'm going to be preaching to you from Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Please turn your Bibles there. Um, I'll be preaching from verses 25 through 27. Tonight I'm going to be talking about distractions. And right now I'm doing classes at home and I'm in my bedroom because that's the only place that's quiet for me at this point. I love you family, but it can be a little loud sometimes. Um, but I get in there and I'm in my bed and it's tempting to be distracted to think about all these other things when I'm supposed to be in class. And I'm sure that's a uh, struggle of many of those who are doing classes at home, anybody from you know, kindergarten to high school to college. That's the biggest uh, hardship of doing classes at home is just being distracted by everything going on in your house. So if you would, please um, look down at verse 25 of Proverbs chapter 4. And the Bible says, Let thine eyes look right on. Let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Before I dive into the message, let's go ahead and 
go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, I thank you for an opportunity to preach your word tonight. Lord, it's under some unusual circumstances, preaching to a camera instead of preaching to people. Lord, I pray that that wouldn't cause me any distraction. Lord, I pray that you would help me to be spirit-filled and spirit-led as I preach. Lord, I pray that as I speak, that I would speak only what you would have spoken. And Lord, I pray that as the word goes out, that it would fall on good ground and that it would find um, root and it would grow in our lives. Lord, I pray that we wouldn't be distracted. I pray that we would learn from these people who were distracted from the message tonight. In your son's name I pray. Amen. In our life, we have three major distractions. They're also known as our three major enemies. The world, the flesh, and the devil. Those are our three major distractions in our life. And tonight, I'm going to look at several people who are distracted by each one of these areas. So the first person I'm going to look at tonight is Demas. And the verse that I'm going to talk about is found in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 10. And the Apostle Paul, this is the closing chapter of his life. This is the last chapter of Scripture the Apostle Paul will ever write. And in his closing chapter, he says, For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica. That is one of our major distractions in life. There's so many different things we can be distracted by in this world. We can be distracted by our job and having to provide for our family and having to go, 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 go at work. While I was in college, I was working almost full-time on top of my full-time class load. And that could sometimes be my mindset where I just had to go, 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 go. And I would be studying the Bible for class. I would be studying the Bible for chapel. I would be reading my devotions, but my mind would be focused on what I had to do next. And it wouldn't be focused on the Word of God that I had before me. And I was distracted from it. We can also be distracted by our house, especially during this time of quarantine. We're so distracted by all these projects that we have going on. Like for right now, my dad is um, working on finishing our basement and just, he's doing a wonderful job. But you know, we each have our own projects on our houses that we want to get done. And sometimes that can be a distraction. Sometimes we want to get up early in the morning and we want to get started on our project. But when we get up in the morning, the, our first thought should be, we need to be in God's word. We need to be studying the scripture. So often we can be distracted by that. Another thing we can be distracted by in this world is a car. And for me, that is one of my favorite hobbies I have. I have always loved working on cars, going to car shows, just even tinkering around for absolutely no reason. And sometimes that can be a major distraction for me where I, I can think of a time in my life where it was a major distraction. I found a car that I really wanted it was not in the best of shape, but I decided to sell my good vehicle that I already had and buy that other vehicle that was not good. And that vehicle, because I got so distracted by it, it caused a lot of hardship in my life. And when we get distracted by these things, we can often cause pain in those who care about us. I can think of some people that would cause pain too. It would cause pain to our pastor because I know Pastor White truly cares about each one of his members in his church. And when he sees somebody distracted, when they're distracted from the will of God, when they're distracted from what they're supposed to be doing, I know that it causes him great pain. Another, another person that it would pain is our parents. A parent of a wayward child is grieved over their wayward child. It hurts them. It pains them on a daily basis. 
We can also pain the, our friends. I can think of friends right now who I was very, very close to not four or five years ago who are living for the Lord, who are on fire for God, but they got distracted by the things of the world. And it pains me to look at them now and see they're just distracted. They're in pain. I've heard Pastor White say it so many times. There's no person more miserable than a Christian out of fellowship with God. And when you're distracted from the will of God, it's painful. Not just to you, but to the others around you. So that's the first area that we can be distracted by. Is We can be distracted by the world. You know, the things of the world. The Bible says in 1 John 2.15, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love this world, the love of the Father is not in him. If we're distracted by the world, if we love the world, the love of God is not in us. Another person that was distracted in their life was John Mark. In Acts chapter 13, John Mark was on a missions trip with Paul and Barnabas, two of the most faithful, devout Christians of that time. And yet he got distracted. He got discouraged. The Bible doesn't say why he left, but that's what I personally believe, that he got distracted, he got discouraged, or he got scared. It doesn't say why he left, but for some reason, he got distracted. And so often, God tries to distract those who are doing, or Satan tries to distract those who are doing what God wants for them. He can do that through things such as depression, discouragement. But praise the Lord, there is hope. That The first verse where I read about Demas, that's, 1 Timothy 4.10. The very next verse, it says, only Luke is with me. And then it says, take Mark. This man who is distracted, this man who caused a vision because of his distraction. It says, take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. If you have drifted away, if you have been distracted by discouragement, by depression, praise God, 1 John one nine is in the Bible. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Just like we're new again. Just like we never got distracted to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And you can be profitable like Mark was. Yes, you may have been distracted at one point in your life and maybe that's where you're at today. But you can turn around and become profitable for the Lord. Another area that we can be distracted in is the flesh. And from this, I'm looking at uh, Luke chapter 17, verses 12 through 17. And it says, And as he, Jesus, entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. They were cleansed from this incurable disease. And we, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, we are cleansed from an incurable disease, our sin and the punishment of it. And it says in verse 15, And when one of them, 
when he had seen that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And he fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus said, and this is a sad statement, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? And if you look at statistics of Christians leaving the church today, that number seems to be more than nine out of ten leave. Christians seem to be leaving the church in groves. They're distracted by their flesh and the lust thereof. Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? That, that leper, he was distracted for a brief moment. He started rejoicing in the fact that he was cleansed. And then he realized he needed to turn around and thank the one that had cleansed him. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That is how we thank God for our cleansing of sin. That is how we thank God for what he did on the cross. That is how we thank God for coming to this earth and serving men here. That is how we thank God for coming down from heaven as a little baby to be born of a virgin. Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? And my question today, are you the one that's going to thank him by living for him? He died for you. Can you not but live for him? Bible says it's our reasonable service. When you get distracted, turn immediately around and glorify God. That's what we need to be doing. Anytime we feel that taint of distraction where we start focusing on things other than the Lord, we need to turn around. Looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, there's another person that I want to point out from the scriptures that was distracted by all three of these areas, the world, the flesh, and the devil. And this person is Joseph. He's distracted by the world, or could have been distracted by the world. He became second in command over the most powerful country in the world. That'd be, that'd be the equivalent of becoming the vice president of the United States in our day. He could have been distracted by all this power, all this wealth, all these riches that he had around him. Yet he remained focused on God. He didn't get distracted by those things around him. He chose to serve God. He was could have been distracted by the flesh when Potiphar's wife came and tried to take him. Said no, he chose to turn away, to not be distracted. He was away from his family. He was away from everybody else that believed in the same religion he did. And yet he remained faithful. And so often when Christians go out on their own, especially people my age, when they go out on their own, they are suddenly surrounded. There's suddenly all these opportunities. And they're not near anybody else that would condemn them for it. And so often they fall. We need to be like Joseph and not fall in that, into that sin, into that distraction. Joseph was also heavily, heavily attacked by the devil. Imagine being in prison under false charges. 
condemned for a crime you hadn't done. That would be discouraging. It could lead you into deep, deep depression. And yet Joseph chose to remain faithful. He chose to continue to look to the author and finisher of his faith. He wasn't distracted by the world or the flesh or the devil. He remained faithful. And if we look back, we can see that Demas, he forsake completely. He was permanently distracted. We can look at John Mark and he was gone for a long time, but he chose to come back. We can look at the leper and he was distracted briefly and came right back to Christ. It glorified Christ. And then Joseph, who was the most heavily attacked, had the most opportunity to be distracted of any of those men. He remained faithful through it all. And there's one more person that I want to talk about tonight. And that person's you. We all face these attacks, these distractions by the world, the flesh, and the devil. We all could be distracted by each of these things. On a daily basis, we can be distracted. It's a daily choice to turn and look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We have a choice, just like these men did. They had a choice to be distracted. They had the choice to not be distracted. Demas was a partner of Paul, and yet he got distracted. And this leper, he was a Samaritan. Demas could have been considered the most, one of the most spiritual people of his day because he worked right alongside of the Apostle Paul. But the leper, he was a Samaritan, an outcast. Someone never, nobody would have ever considered to be a powerful religious person. That shows me that it doesn't matter whether you are the spiritual person whether you're a deacon in our church, whether you're the pastor of a different church, it doesn't matter. You could be the most spiritual person and be distracted and turn from God. But looking to the Samaritan, it also shows me that it doesn't matter where you come from. You can choose to look to Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. But before you look to Jesus, you have to accept him as your savior. If you haven't done that, the Bible says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thine heart, God hath raised him to the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Whosoever shall call upon in the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so if you're not saved today, you can't truly look to Jesus as the author and finisher of your faith because you haven't placed your faith in him yet. And so you are distracted by all these things of the world. So if you haven't accepted Christ as your Savior, please do so tonight. And if you have, are you going to choose to be distracted? Are you going to allow yourself to be distracted by the world, your job, your house, your car, or whatever? Are you going to choose to be distracted by the flesh, all the lusts that are in the flesh? And you choose to be distracted by the devil. 
This time of sitting at home, it can be depressing because you've got so much you want to do, but you can't do it. I want to close with the same verse that I, verses that I started out with. The Bible says, Let thine eyes look right on. Let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left, and remove thy foot from evil. Look straight on, looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. You have been listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this message was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more messages, visit our website at fbcclarklake.org where all of our messages can be downloaded for free. Also, you can subscribe to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. All of our messages are available for free. If you want to keep up to date on what's going on at Fellowship, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram where you can see what's happening at Fellowship Baptist Church. If you'd like to visit us, Fellowship Baptist Church is located at 3200 Reed Road, Clark Lake, Michigan. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you back here again next time.